Hey there, and welcome back to the Advisory Edge podcast. I am, once again, Dan Smeda. And this episode features a Dear Dan question from a participant in a recent Advisory Edge workshop I had with a client in New York just a couple weeks ago. A producer asked me, Dan, how many level one questions are too many and how do I avoid asking too many level one questions? Let's dig into that for a moment here. First of all, we call level one questions the data mining or fact finding questions, questions about the client's situation, their goals, what they're doing now, how they currently make decisions, etc. It's the who, what, where, when, and how around their situation. And these data-oriented or level one questions are the easiest, most basic questions to ask, thus level one. They are also a double-edged sword. You, the advisor, need to know, but these level one questions are questions that meet your need as the advisor, your need for information, your data mining so that you can eventually help them meet their needs. But while you're doing it, your fact-finding is meeting your own need for information. It may be less than interesting or even boring for a client, especially if they've been through this before, especially if they're interviewing multiple advisors or shopping a little bit. And so you want to avoid too many level one questions, and that makes this a great question. How many is too many? Hmm. Well, the answer is there's no specific number. It's client-specific and it's situational. However, what you can do is avoid falling into the trap of too many level one questions. And here's what we mean. Here's a trap. When you ask all the fact-based questions, all your level one questions first before you get to what they care about, that's a trap of too many level one questions too soon. If you're conducting your background research on the client instead of before the client meeting, you are falling into the trap of asking too many level one questions of the client. You could be finding that information other ways. And then if you're asking them questions that qualify your sales opportunity before you're getting into a discussion of your needs, you're falling into the trap of too many level one questions too soon. You may need to know what investments they have in what vehicles and how they're doing certain things, but all in good time and there's a sequence. Uh, It's easy for doctors to do all the things we talked about, right? They have a three-page questionnaire you fill out in the waiting room, which usually starts with a little bit of info you need to provide on who's paying. And you know why doctors can get away with this is because you're coming to see them Uh It's different for us, though, as advisors, especially in a competitive situation. Even if you're at that stage in your advising career where clients are jumping into the boat and waiting in your lobby, filling out your questionnaire, you want to potentially avoid the trap of too many level one questions because it does affect the tone and tenor of the conversation and the relationship that you ultimately want to have with clients. So let's avoid the trap of too many level one questions like this. First, know before you go. There is no substitute for good research, and there is no excuse for not doing your homework today. With the state of technology, uh, you there's no excuse for not having your background research done. For instance, you can get a great read on the client's interests and passions through their LinkedIn profiles, 
the associations they follow, what they comment on in social media, articles they've written. Knowing before you go is not just essential, it's a ticket to the dance today. The second way you avoid too many level one questions is by using lines of questioning. For example, a couple of level one questions about other stakeholders might lead to a deeper discussion about the client's needs for those stakeholders and the values that matter. This is what happens when you scratch the surface of something with a level one question and you use a level two or desire question to follow up on that. You don't have to find out all the facts first, just enough to get into a needs-based discussion. Thirdly, start with the client's agenda. Advisors, we are definitely sometimes guilty of presuming that our agenda for a client interaction will work best, and so we just go for it. But asking about the client's agenda and what their need for the conversation might be not only helps you avoid that assumptive trap, it also earns you the privilege of asking more about their needs and thus earning the privilege of asking more about your opportunities. Don't front load the wallet questions. Earn the privilege of asking by leading with the client's agenda. So you asked, I answered, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Advisory Edge podcast. I'm Dan Smeda. For more on this topic, check out the forum on my website, advisoryedge.com. It's a full dose of goodness every month for less than it costs you to acquire a quality lead. See you there, and good luck till next time.